We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, and two dozen amyls. Not that we needed all that for the trip, but once you get locked into a serious drug collection, the tendency is to push it as far as you can. Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. The start of the Perez return as Lando gets all in a spin. Carlos and Russell get down in their luck, and as usual, Max takes the win. It's the inaugural Las Vegas GP. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow, and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. Uh, I am Owen Scott, and with me as always, I nearly forgot what my name was there. <laughs> uh, with me as always is Dave Jericho and the Moroccan marauder, Isidro Consalvish. Um, lads, this week, I, I think I've got cliche fatigue. Uh, I was going to write uh, a little intro, but then I think Sky Sports just bedded out of me today with all of the put your money on red uh, and all that stuff. I think I'm oh, done bollocks. with cliches forever, I think. No, no, he couldn't have done that. Our, our our podcast is corny and cheesy enough. We don't we don't need to we don't need to purposely do it. No, they wore me down. Absolutely, every second turn was some sort of a cliche about Elvis or Las Vegas. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. it's grim. Absolutely Although, ridiculous. To be fair, if anybody looks like Elvis, I'm looking at you as Israel. <laughs> Not there yet. Uh, if we nearly. find you dead on the toilet holding the cheeseburger. We'll... <laughs> The onesie pajamas don't help, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with the uh, gold belt on it. <laughs> uh, the, the the spectacle that was uh, Las Vegas. Let's, before we get into the race or any other type of stuff, <laughs> let's just talk about that, first of all, because this has been one of the most hyped weekends, probably in, maybe not in F1 history, but in recent history anyway. This has been talked about for a few years now, um, and they finally got to Dave, uh, to do it. But Dave, did it, did it look, or did it, did it look like what you thought it was going to look like? And did it live up to the hype? Uh, it, you're right. It probably, the, you know, it's probably the most hyped uh, addition to the, the, the F1 calendar, I suppose, since Miami, isn't it? In recent years. Yeah. And that one flopped. So I was kind of yeah. thinking it was going to flop. And there's a bit about me, like, you know, when, when something's overhyped um, and you know there's going to be a big kind of carnival surrounding it, you kind of almost hope it fails just because they sort of, you know, they, they just go too overboard with it and, and, you know, take away from the racing. So you almost hope it fails. So you can kind of go, see, I told you, if you just focus on the race, it would be grand. Like, yeah. but it was class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was. <laughs> like it was, it was really good. Uh, the racing was class. Uh, the sort of the backdrop of Las Vegas, you know, it looked good. It looked like a, you know, it it's like if I was ten years old playing the PlayStation One again, and I and, and there was like a futuristic F one uh, racetrack, like that's you know that's sort of mm. what you're gonna get. Like you know, I thought it looked great. Like um, the the whole kind of show, though, like the the sort of sort of like that. Well, I don't know what they, you call it. The opening ceremony, I think they had. It was, was mm. wasn't it? Yeah. All that. Like I can I can do without that, but. Look, some people like it. Look, fuck okay, it. If if they like it, they like it. I don't have to watch it. Like you know, 
I like you. I initially had um, reserva- not reservations. I straight up hated the opening ceremony. I, it, it oh yeah, yeah, grinded me down. Um, there was twenty seven minutes of a load of people that I don't know who they are, apart from thirty seconds to Mars, and then there was three minutes of drivers and journey. But well, journey were there as well, yeah. But my brother made a good, very good point. He was like, "What other opening ceremonies do you watch in the F one? No one ever tunes in for the opening ceremonies. Like usually, it's you know, it's something that you don't see." Well, like, there ju- is no, just ignore it. But there is no opening ceremony necessarily like that. The only time that they did that before, they so they did it obviously in Miami. They tried to do it in Austin where they did this. Um, do you remember where they, they were calling out the drivers and they'd come out, they had like the, the trophy in the middle of the track oh, yeah. and then the drivers used to come out and kind of stand in a square around it. And it, it, it was really corny and it always, like the, choreography or whatever i don't know what you would call it in terms of getting people out on time and knowing where they needed to stand and stuff nobody ever got that right and even this time even the opening ceremony um not even the opening ceremony actually you know when they got your man what's his name the ufc oh yeah bruce bruce buffer yeah so when they had him calling out the guys to get them into their little um their little rental cars like um (laughs) like (laughs) they had no idea where they were going. Like they were walking out first. I think, I think uh, Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez thought they were going over to your man to get interviewed. They were yeah. going, like they went over to him waiting for him to, and he's like, no, no, that's me. I'm done. You, you fuck off, go somewhere else. <laughs> that's all I got paid um, for. That's my appearance fee. I am out. Yeah, so, <laughs> I've said the thing. <laughs> yeah, but like all that, like I just, I find corny. It never works. It's really bad. Um, Look, I can get on board with a bit of music or something like that at the start. Maybe get a band playing or something like that. Fine, whatever. But that cheesy calling out the the drivers and stuff—it's just it never works. It's always there's always something tack about it, and it's yeah. only the American races they've attempted to do this for. Um, they don't do it for any other race. I don't know whether maybe they have tried it for another race, but um, I, I'm surprised that somewhere in the Middle East hasn't done this because remember the the closing ceremony for the World Cup and Messi had that they put that gold veil over Messi. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was that's the only thing that reminds me of the corniness of. Uh, but wasn't that very American... much like um, that had something to do with it was a Warriors. Yeah, I don't care what it was. It was shite. Yeah, Just but no, no, no. But, but I mean, it was very much um, them sort of stamping their. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this is our World Cup kind of thing. We're, you know, Messi's not the biggest thing here. We're we're gonna you know, we're gonna brand Messi with our kind of yeah, I drape guess. him in our traditions so it's that like, we take center stage. Like it was very us much handing a someone of... a pint of Guinness at the closing ceremony of uh, an Irish tournament. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I could drink that Slap in front of everyone, will you? A leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isidro, what did you think of the of the weekend overall? We're finally getting to you. Sorry, buddy. Nah, no problem. This was a, a mix of Super Bowl meets Formula One. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it was—a big show, and then you just have the little uh, racing at the end of it. That's like they saw Vegas. But overall, I was surprised how good the race was, considering the the poor practice sessions that we had and all the problems that the fans had. The race oh, yeah, itself yeah, was actually quite entertaining. And not as much crashes as I was expecting with those 90 degree turns. Mm-hmm. 
Um, before we actually get into the the race itself, there was the uh, the manhole cover or the drain cover uh, incident in P one. Um, Dave, like uh, everyone, instantly were you like, oh, Las Vegas, God damn it, look at what they've done. I did, but just from the, I just thought more from the comical side of it. I thought all this money spent, the the size of the production, the the size of the show, and then it just gets foiled by a manhole cover. Like I just <laughs> thought that was fucking hilarious. But yeah. like, I mean, I wasn't that kind of. I, I, if I was there, I because what happened for the people that were there. Now that's mm. different. I would have been absolutely steaming. Yeah. But the. For me, watching at home, I'm like, I mean, that happens. That's happened at tons of races over the years. I've been watching Formula One, so it's not unique to to Las Vegas, like you know. Mm. But uh, the people that had to, oh, I, before I go on my my rant, I'll let Zeter jump in. Yeah, go on. Although jump. it sucks, wake up at four a.m. in the morning just to have five minutes race. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, yeah. the difference is I was already awake. I didn't. I didn't intentionally wake up just for <laughs> it, so I was yeah. already awake. But the uh, yeah, the the people that had to like because the, the, they pushed the free practice too. Uh, but in the end, it was an hour and a half, and because the track has to be open to the public by a certain time, and the logistics of getting all the fans out of there would have cut them close to time. Um, they had to basically just at one o'clock or whatever it was before free practice two even started, they had to fucking get all the fans out of there. Um, and I'm kind of thinking now I know you're paying if it, for those who had been paying the, the bonkers money, the, the five, six, 10, 20, whatever thousand dollars per ticket. Um, like you know you're there probably for, for you know you've you've got your money's worth anyway but still you'd be fairly fucked off that you didn't get to see like if you you're you're hanging around all day cuz you want to see free practice 1 and free practice 2 and you got 8 minutes and got told to fuck off um and then they kind of added insult to injury by issuing a statement not apologizing in the statement or saying sorry to the fans for how they handled it nothing like that offered them two hundred dollars that they could spend in the official <laughs> f1 merch shop yeah. <laughs> you know so basically something that costs five cent for some sweatshop in thailand to produce you know yeah. you can then throw that 200 quid back into the f1 shop yeah um, yeah and so now there's a was there thirty five thousand people now on the class action suit and i have to say i look i joked and said like it's geez, it wouldn't be america without a lawsuit like mm. but i don't blame them i'd be fucked off as well i'm like I, do you know, had they come out and apologized and said look we'll give you a partial refund or we'll give you a a, a discount off the 2024 ticket or something you know something i don't know something that's a bit more meaningful than a, a gift shop voucher mm -hmm. um yeah, so I, I I can get I get everybody's uh, jumping on board for that class action suit. I'd be like, yeah, fuck them, like they, yeah. they owe me something. Yeah, it it says here. I'm just looking up the 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 lawsuit, but it says there was a five and a half hour break while crews removed all thirty covers uh, along the three point eight mile layout and and filled in the holes uh, with sand and asphalt, which uh, presumably they're going to have to dig up now uh, come Monday and put drain covers back on top of again. Yeah. So it's going to cost them even more money. 
But I want to be say, funny though if the class action suit is because they they were complaining that Rihanna didn't sing any songs during that five and a half hours. <laughs> On another note, she's involved oddly enough in a in a lawsuit with a, a woman from Dublin apparently. Oh, I saw uh, that. Oh no, they settled that out of court now. Oh, is it done? Okay, it's yeah, already yeah. done. Yeah, we're grand. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, she was enjoying herself. Um, we might see her on uh, RT News at some stage soon. Um, <laughs> let me give you some facts and stats so we can actually move this thing along here. Uh, Red Bull today broke Mercedes' single-season re- record uh, of 19 wins in a year. Uh, Verstappen tied Sebastian Vettel's 53 career wins, putting him third in the all-time list behind Michael Schumacher. And Verstappen is the first driver ever to win in the same country three times in a single year after his U.S. victory in Miami, Austin, and now Las Vegas. Uh, Dave, I, I always joke that... Oh, oh. I see Joe. Right, go on. Yep, go on. And I had another stat. Uh, okay, Leclerc has been uh, 12 races now where he's got the ball, but no win. Just a oh, we were part. trying to keep it light, Isidro. Thanks, Isidro. Stepped all over my segue as well. Thanks for this. Here we are, hyping um, up with positive stats all around, <laughs> and you just come and bring the whole show down. Uh, you couldn't have segued that later on. But anyway, um, let's talk about Max, baby. Um, <laughs> he, I was about to joke that he was he was inevitable. I always make that he's Thanos uh, of F1. But he wasn't quite as inevitable today, Dave, was he? Um, oh, what, what was he not? I, I like, I know even when he went back to fifth, did you not think he was still going to win that race? There's always the thought, but I don't think he was uh, quite as invincible. Leclerc seemed to be holding on to him quite well for a long I, period. Yeah, but I think what happened, oh, yeah, okay. So there was the obviously the the first stint, the tires just went off very quick for, for Max, and I think that was purely because he just gunned it on those uh, medium tires and just burnt them up a little bit quicker than uh, Leclerc did. And I think Leclerc did a decent job of sort of nursing his tires and bringing them up to temperature. But um, on the second stint, though, once he got on those hard compound tires and kind of the the race started to unfold, I don't know, I just, I thought it was, uh, it was kind of inevitable. And then even when he did take the lead towards the end, and he was four or five seconds ahead, and I think he was still going to keep gaining a lead, and it was only he dropped back because the team asked him to try and give Checo yeah. a dig out, which yeah. if I was Checo, I'd be like, could I feel any yeah. more belittled right now? Like, yeah. I had to, Mammy had to come back and hold my hand because I was, <laughs> I couldn't do it myself. Oh, ridiculous. We, we'll get on to Sergio Perez. There's there's, uh, there's a conversation there to be had, but um, uh, Isidro, Max on uh, turn one, going into turn one, he, he overcooked it. Um, he got a five second penalty, um, but was was the punishment fitting the crime? Was he ahead at the apex? As he stated, I think the five seconds. Does... No, I think the five seconds is not is not enough for what he did. The position would be better suited because mm. the five seconds it's fairly easy for Red Bull to to win the five seconds. Mm. Giving the position back would make the race much more interesting because Leclerc would be a better position. Mm. But yeah, that's Max's fault. Well, Max's fault for trying his uh, pushing his hand. But at the end, as he said, it was a truck that was a bit slippery. He wasn't able to just break and turn in time. And, but overall, I don't think the five seconds was the right punishment. Mm, you're, you're talking like Michael Massey there. I got I got Massey vibes off you. Anyway, Dave, go on. <laughs> um, do you know, I, 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 when I watched the race, 
I was raging. I was like, I couldn't believe he wasn't being told to give the place back. Then when the five second came out, obviously Twitter lit up. Everyone was like, well, that makes no difference. He's going to win by 20 seconds. So, so five seconds is irrelevant to him. Hmm. And I was then like, well, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to give a penalty based off the incident or do you want to give them a penalty because it's Max Verstappen and he usually wins by 20 seconds? In which case, yeah. do you want to give them give him a 30 second penalty? Is that, is that what you think is going to be fair? Because in the instance of what happened there, as what unfolded for me, it looked like Max actually like they were saying that the because the, the position made wasn't wouldn't have been fair. Um sorry, the fact that Max retained the position, sorry, wasn't fair and that he didn't give the position back because Leclerc would have been burning up more tires. Max Verstappen was in clear air, so he basically wasn't as hard on his tires, blah, 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 blah. That was sort of people's arguments towards why um, five seconds was unfair and not giving the place back. However, Max ended up burning up his tires quicker than Leclerc anyway because he was trying to break the DRS from Leclerc and by the time Max had to peel into the pit stops, now I know it was kind of around the pit stop time anyway, like Leclerc was catching Max considerably like. So I'd say Leclerc had a couple of a couple of laps life left in his tires over Max Verstappen. So having Max Verstappen being out in out in first for that the, the, the duration of those stints, like I don't think it was a. It's in hindsight, like I think it was irrelevant. I don't think it really gave it was that much of a benefit to him, really. Hmm. So, like I said, people saying what the penalty should have been. If you look at the incident, I mean, look at all the other cars that slid off and spun on turn one. It looked like he pushed him off, but I don't know. I don't know whether there was just low grip and he just kind of nursed that corner a little bit, um, rather than take a spin out but basically rather than turning the wheel uh, aggressively and spinning out he just nursed it which ended up obviously of course meant he went wide on that corner and, and pushed Leclerc out that's kind of what it looked like to me mm. Um so yeah I, I just think somewhat of a racing incident but again people were bitching and moaning I think that he only got five seconds because it was Max Verstappen which I think that's not the way you apply a penalty like can we take a second all just to appreciate um, the response that Max Verstappen had uh, to this information? It was, and I'll try to do my best Dutch accent. Uh, he said, yes, that's fine. Send them my regards. <laughs> he was like, fuck <laughs> yeah. you. you. <laughs> oh, big time. And when I saw the, when I was watching the race, li well, not live, but I was w watching the race back, I saw that. And I was still, again, at the time, I was still fuming at the penalty and what was being given I wasn't thinking logically about it. And then he made that statement. And I was like, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was class. I actually respect him for, for making that, that statement. I, yeah, I really yeah. Do. Take your hat off him. Yeah, he knows how classy he is. He did complain that um, it was 99% show. Um, but as we said, it ended up being a little bit more than that. I think he was kind of proven wrong this weekend, in fairness to Max. Cedro, so, yeah. um, I'm going to bring you on to, to Sergio Perez his teammate he was back in the points again um and he started back in p11 i believe and managed to make his way all the way up to p1 he was having a hell of a race for a little while until he seemed to have a little lapse in concentration where leclerc took him yeah it was again the same thing last final lap he gets overtaken and end of story for him 
but overall i think his um, his race in vegas was was very good the fact that he was able to lead the race for some time it it seems that he's uh, he's back to the old paris that made red bull the 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 early points that eventually helped get the championship and helped paris to seal the second place mm. um the concentration and some mistakes, yeah, that cost him very, very much the, the championship. Not the championship, but the second place. Yeah. Even the even Leclerc losing the concentration on turn twelve, I think, yeah. that saw Max uh, go long. I think that Paris had the, his chance, but uh, overall, uh, I think the get the podium. It's it's good for him. It's been a while that uh, he hasn't been able to to get the podium. Mm. He tried last week, but he got it late yesterday. Now I I know we've chatted uh, recently about his uh, his ultimate demise at Red Bull and uh, Dave is is he blurring the lines slightly in these last few late races? Would would Red Bull be crazy, even though Sergio Perez has has had a questionable season, to get rid of a one-two driver championship finishing pair? Yeah, I mean, it's been such a shit season for him. And now we're kind of, it can be very much a knee-jerk reaction when someone has a good result and you're kind of like, oh, like, I mean, look look where he came from, 11th, uh, and he was leading the race at one point. Mm. Um, I also have to bring to attention, and that, and, and I know this is very much nitpicking, and I don't mean to do this for Perez. I don't know why I do do it, but I, I feel I need to. Um, mm. He lost on the last lap when he lost the lead to Leclerc or sorry not the lead sorry he lost second place to Leclerc mm-hmm. um the last time Leclerc overtook him was in the exact same spot in the exact same way and you're kind of thinking hang on did you not learn the last time when he came in and because when he when they took him the first time doing that the commentator's like oh he didn't realize he was there did you see how he tried to turn in didn't realize Leclerc was there mm. and then what happened on the last lap the yeah. exact same fucking thing and I'm like are you with it dude like <laughs> Yeah, you do realize there's other drivers out there trying to get your position, like. Yeah, but I mean they are one and two in the championship. Red Bull as a company will will they look at that and go? Well, I mean, pff, he's still second. You know, we could put a rookie in there and he could absolutely fuck up our season. But and... the point is, though, there's not been not many races where he's been like he. Yeah, he's second, but he's largely second. Well, to be fair, I'm shocked he's second still, given mm. kind of the poor results he's had, but. He like Max has kind of won his driver title by himself, and kind of you could sort of say single handedly his points would have won them the um constructors' title as well. But it's not so much that, yeah, he's had a good race, and yeah, he's definitely given them something to think about. Uh, my questioning would still be like, how much is he um supporting his teammate? How much are they actually working? How much are they able to work together as a team? Because he's so far off the pace of Max. Yeah. We very rarely see the two of them able to have strategies that work um by, you know, sort of, you know, whether it's Perez holding off someone, you know, basically they don't have any strategies. They don't have any way of sort of manipulating or working the race. Um, and working as a team because they're very rarely in a one-two or or in a pairing on the track together. Like, um, 
So that's what I'm saying. Like they they're they're working individually at the moment, and individually Max got first in the driver's championship, and individually Perez somehow managed to retain second. But they haven't really worked together as a team to be able to give Red Bull those options. So yeah. next season you'd want to be thinking, well, you need to be keeping up there in second place. You need to be getting qualifying on the front row of the grid alongside your teammate to give us options to control this championship. Otherwise, you're putting us at, in, in a risky area that if that's not something that you can achieve. like So, yeah, yeah he's given them something to think about, but I'd still be thinking long-term whether he's going to be able to do that. Yeah, on on the flip side of that, uh, the fact that he came second is the the fact that you know Red Bull could possibly look at the drivers' championship or the the constructors and say, well, Max won this on his own. Um, Perez isn't performing probably as well as he should. We could probably afford to take a gamble on someone, um, and someone who might bring in more revenue from from another sector. Um, as a business, it might be profitable for us to actually look in a different direction. Possibly, what do you think, Cedro? I think you are looking at uh, Daniel Ricardo if they want a more uh, a more driver that can appeal all the markets and not only certain markets like Paris would. I mean, it's uh, I'm not sure how bad a bet would be to have Daniel Ricardo in the Paris seat rather than have Paris for another year. I think I think it's easier for Red Bull to have Paris for another year and then let him go. And see for 2024 if Paris, not Paris, if how Ricardo does in AlphaTauri and then make a decision then. Yeah, good point. Um, right, let's move on from, from Red Bull. We tend to talk about Red Bull quite a lot, unfortunately, this season. Um, let's talk about Ferrari. Um, there was a lot of bad luck involved here this weekend. I, I um, we've we've talked already about the the science uh, incident with the manhole cover, but turn one. We then talk about the penalty on that though. Oh, okay. Well, let's yeah, let's actually get into that then. The ten sec or the ten place grid penalty. Um, even though it is the rules, it was unbelievably unfair, Dave, wasn't it? It was harsh. But I don't think I I know it's going to be such an unpopular fucking opinion. But I don't think it was unfair, and the reason for that is because the that is the letter of the law, right? We all bitch and moan that they're not sticking to the letter of the law, the rules, and they're interpreting them and 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 sort of making judgment calls on the fly. They're making personal or uh, emotional decisions or whatever it might be what all oh, that shouldn't happen or but you know they don't stick to the letter of the law and they've done that this time now we're all saying oh that's harsh you're <laughs> sticking to the letter of the law that's um but the problem with that is say you were in a um like the, the penalty was because you had to take uh components that could could um uh, or not could would give a performance advantage so if you were in a title challenge say Carlos yeah. Sainz was battling Max Verstappen and Max Verstappen's used all his engine allocations and all his uh, component allocations and stuff like that so he's now kind of limping along on an engine that's fucking done four four races already something like that right now all of a sudden the Carlos Sainz gets that hits that manhole cover and they kind of got, Ferrari go well, fucking the engines 
bollocks, we need to replace it. And they say, all right, well, we're not going to give you a 10 place group penalty. Yeah, it was unfair to manhole cover. So we're going to let you change your engine, your fucking gearbox, your fucking your batteries, your power, all whatever is needed. Yeah, change it, blah, blah, blah. Now, all of a sudden, Carlos Sainz, who's in a title challenge with Max Verstappen, now is out on a brand new power unit that's done zero fucking races um, up against Max Verstappen, who's got a four or five race old engine. So that's, you know, you, you have to think about the, the other scenarios. People are looking at it in this scenario. And I get Max Verstappen's coming out saying, and all the teams coming out saying that, yeah. oh, they if, if it had been put to them as a, for a vote, they would never have, they, they would always have said that they he shouldn't have gotten the penalty for that, for taking the, the, the component changes. But they're saying that because there's no title challenge. Like if Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen coming out saying the same thing, that it was harsh, he shouldn't have got a penalty. But had they been neck and neck in the driver's title and yeah, we're on yeah. the second last race of the season and it's going to, and he's all of a sudden now on a brand new components sitting side by side on the front row of the grid. I'm pretty sure he'd be like straight on to fucking Michael Massey in the cleaning to- cleaning toilets, asking him to come back and fucking <laughs> sort this out. Like, it's, so that's uh, the same. Yeah. People look at that and kind of go, oh, it was unfair. But think of other, put it into different contexts of, of how this could play out. And it's not unfair. That's the letter of the law. And we should fucking be happy that they're actually willing to stick to them. Yeah, very good point. I suppose if they went another way, then it could start a whole conspiracy of people going around loosening manhole covers at uh, different venues. Big time. I mean, we only have to look at the Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton battle going back a yeah. few years when they interpreted the rules as they saw fit and that didn't play out too well. So let's not let them do that from now on because it doesn't seem to work out when they just make up their own interpretations of their own rules. Like, yeah. Um, Isidro, I, well, I think that was, that was, uh, that pretty much covered it. Um, do you have a differing opinion to Dave? I would love to hear it if you do. Uh, no, no, I, I agree with Dave. I think the, the penalty is, um, is it as it is as it is? Uh, but I imagine that the rules will be updated after for twenty twenty four. I imagine. Yeah. Well, in in what way? What do you see being changed about that scenario? That that they could start looking at if the track is not uh, up to standards. If there's an issue with the track that causes problems to the cars, then the driver may not be may not be by not receive the penalty itself right dave let's go or the cost of the of of fixing the car might not be added to the to the cost cap of the team yeah and that's exactly what they're looking to do they're looking to try and bring in sort of like that if there's a element of the track that causes damage to the car blah 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 that it can be interpreted differently now it's formula 1 their whole job is to try and circumvent rules and get get around yeah. things and, and stuff like that. So you know what will happen there. They'll they'll go out in qualifying, and then if someone rides a curb too much and damages a suspension, and then they go out in Q three of fucking qualifying, they'll be straight onto the, the to to the steward saying, "Well, hang on a second, that curb was unnecessary high. It's a, too aggressive for our suspension." Blah blah blah, and they'll try and prove with. 300 pages of documents and data to show that why that curb has now damaged their car like you know mm. so i think they'd have to be very 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 specific 
Um, and I think it would only relate to street circuits where you've got issues with drain covers, manhole covers, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. Because, like, if they have a means to get around it, they will. Like, Go on, Cedro. What if we are in the Australia Grand Prix and the kangaroo just jump over the fences, <laughs> jump into the track, damage the front wing? Who's the fault there? Well, do, but you say that jokingly, but it's true. Like we've had already this year, didn't we? Have the gecko or something like that was on the on the track. We've had um, uh, lizards. Lizard. We we had a, we a few few bits and pieces fucking strolling off onto the fucking pitch, onto the pitch, <laughs> onto the to the track. Birds and I mean, there you go. Like, could they say, well, the the track, the, the the perimeter of the track wasn't correctly fucking secured, and and fucking you know, Max Verstappen is after plowing into a gecko or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're off the beaten track. It's uh, either way, it's good for us because it gives us stuff to to argue about. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, yeah, Leclerc um, and Ferrari in general, lads. This weekend, the pace was pretty outstanding. Qualifying. I think they blew everyone away and Leclerc seemed to have pace as well this weekend. Uh, dare I say it, uh, is it tra- is it track specific or are Ferrari back, <laughs> Dave? Uh, yeah, it was very much the track and the weather. <laughs> uh, Ferrari are usually too hard on their tires, so they just burn them up really fast. But mm. given the weather conditions, the, the surface, all that type of stuff, um, the, the, yeah, the, the tires didn't grain as much as they and degrade as much as they were expecting so um they were and now in fairness i will give uh, leclerc credit because anytime he came out on the new set of tires um he he nursed them up by maybe four laps a lot longer than he normally does mm-hmm. um which gave him a lot kind of a lot more life out of them so i would give him credit like he sort of he, it seemed like he changed his approach to his sort of his outlaps on the new tire mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, no, I think for Ferrari, it was very much track specific. Um, but at the same time, they, they seem to have changed a few little bits and pieces that it, it was it was working for them. Um, but uh, yeah, great to see fucking Ferrari, though, get second. And it's just, like I said, it was just piss poor luck for Sainz because I think he should have been up there as well. Yeah. Yeah, showing showing great pace. Um, let's uh, let's take a, a trip down to to Mercedes. I'm going to jump through two people on the grid there just to jump down to Mercedes, just to get them kind of uh, out of the way. George um, today, Isidro, uh, five second penalty, hitting Max, uh, damaging the side of his car. Uh, did he hit Max, or did Max hit him? And it clearly George just uh, hitting Max, and I'm I was I was surprised that George admit that. It was his fault, not mm-hmm. not paying attention to his mirrors, thinking that no one would be uh, crazy enough to overtake in that little corner. Mm-hmm. But he forgot that it was Max that was just behind him, looking to get his place. But yeah, the penalty is totally deserved. And the fact that George acknowledged his fault, uh, it's a good sign on, that, on his maturity. But yeah, nothing to discuss there. Totally Mercedes' fault. Yeah, uh, l- let's not talk about George's maturity just yet. It was only one race. Um, Dave, go on. Uh, no, I I agree. Like I, I don't have much to ch- to say about the the penalty decision. Just but just when you're saying about the overtakes and stuff like that, there's been the whole race with people o- doing overtakes in areas that you just 
mm. didn't expect them to do an overtake like and just where we were on Mercedes like I know we're not on Lewis Hamilton yet but Lewis Hamilton had a brilliant overtake going into the the final turn going onto the pit straight and just yeah there was some there was just some overtakes all around the racetrack up and down the 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 sort of the grid mm. um where you just were like, oh, there's no way you're getting around. And especially when you knew how slippery the surface was and they were making it stick. And I was just like, yeah, it was just, it was fucking brilliant. It was really great overtaking, like, you know, and a lot of daring stuff, which did lead to collisions like that between George Russell and Max Verstappen. And, you know, what we saw with uh, Lewis Hamilton and, and Piastri and stuff like that. It was people being really daring, more so maybe than I think I've seen in any other uh, racetrack in the quantity that we saw it like um, mm. it was brilliant yeah in terms of the actual track itself the shape of the track and the, and the straights and everything it, it spider actually spider pig spider it, pig <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it turned yeah it does look like a pig upside down doesn't it um, it actually turned out to be a really great track it's it's, it's fun like um, you, you were on Lewis Dave tell me about Lewis today he had a He's had a, he had a bit of a shit one. I think he should have been much higher. I think, I mean, whether he would have, I know a lot of people were thinking that he might have finished sort of uh, maybe in fourth today. I mean, where did he actually finish? Hang on, let me just quickly check there. P seven. P seven. I mean, it's not yeah. bad. I mean, he had a pretty fucking shit race. Like, I mean, he he made some brilliant overtakes. He made some great moves, but he was. Just yeah, he just he kept getting into fucking stripes that ended up dropping him further and further back, and he had to keep recovering. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, Mercedes. I think just need to check out now and just uh, concentrate on twenty twenty four. Um, there's just I don't think there's anything coming from this. I just don't think they have any confidence in their car. Um, George Russell gave it a damn good go towards the end. He was really making making uh, places up. Um. And I know he ended up with a five-second penalty. Was the the five-second penalty for the collision with Max, or was there an unsafe release in the pit? I think it was with Max, wasn't it? That was yeah, it was Max. So, um, which is weird, isn't it? Like, I mean, the, no, I, I, not, let's not go into the penalties and stuff again. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the the Mercedes could have been further back. They they like I said they they just got sort of caught up in in incidences that sort of dropped them further back down the down the pack. But largely. They they were probably their pace probably had them fourth or fifth, but still it just mm. they just need to pack that car up and fucking ship it out like because it's just it, like we thought we like we were gonna see by the end of the season like I know when we started the season and they were horrific we were like ah oh, don't worry but by the, the kind of when we're getting to the back half of the season we were expecting to see sort of the Mercedes regularly on the podium and they're just struggling and struggling every time they're like, they're fighting for everything they're getting. Um, yeah, it's a pity now, but, uh, yeah, look, fucking bring around the back of the fucking cattle shed and shoot it. And just let's get on with 2024. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a new season ahead. And uh, speaking of maturity, Dave, I, I would just want to, to commend you on holding yourself back there on a rant about penalties. Um, I noticed I that you controlled yourself. So well done. Thank you me. and George have both grown <laughs> up today. Um, yeah, just to put that into context, signs started uh, behind uh, Lewis. I think he started, yeah, two places behind him, but yet finished, uh, what, two places ahead of him. Oh, no, a place ahead of him. Yeah, with obviously that Russell penalty as well. Yeah. So just uh, not, not good for Mercedes, as you say, pack it in time, I think. Um, 
lads, give us. Uh, I'll go, go to you, Isidro. Give us a, a, a little a rundown of Esteban Ocon today. He was being a little bit grisly on the radio. He was given some orders which he um, very much ignored. He uh, he was told to hold position behind Gasly, and he said fuck that and went for it. Ocon being Ocon, isn't? Yeah. Uh, I think he was uh, the the qualification. The qualification was not very good, but the race he got lucky that he avoided the the initial issues, and after that he just thought, well, I don't need yours anymore. This team is going is over for twenty twenty four. There's one race uh, down, so I just do what I want, and uh, he did very well. I mean, finished before. Starting yeah. P16, uh, say fuck you to the team. I mean, that's all. <laughs> that's all gone in a in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah, yeah it is. I I fully expected both Alpines to end up, as I said, in the uh, crashing into the sphere, um, sticking out of it, but it didn't happen in the end, unfortunately. Um, Dave, what did you think of of Alpine today? Both were up there at one stage, but Gasly just fell off a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, they were doing quite well. Um, I'll be honest, it, I don't know what it is with Alpine. I just kind of tune out from them They're during the race. Them and Haas. Although, no, sometimes I, ch- I pay a little bit more attention to Haas because I, I just That's like them so much. <laughs> yeah. um, but Alpine are just kind of, they're, they're the... A bit meh, aren't they? they? They're just the bland wallpaper that's just there and has been there in your granny's house since the 60s. And you're just like, oh, God, yeah. I just can't get around to changing it. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, I just I just kind of forget it. They're there. Um, yeah. But they they were they were, <laughs> they were doing well for for a good while. And uh, but yeah, I, I suppose. Look, what can you say? Ocon finished in fourth, started what, 16th, was it? Yeah. So, I mean, hell of a race. wrong with that. And I mean, Gasly though he started up quite high. He started what fifth or something Before. like that, I think. Fourth Before. he started. Mm. So, uh, oh yeah, because of the the penalty to signs, yeah. So he started fourth and then finished in eleventh. So I mean, I mean, he needs to fucking take a look in the mirror because that was a uh, that you know they 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 obviously had the pace there. Yeah, very different tale for for both Alpine drivers, um, and uh, all of a sudden uh, out of nowhere, I didn't realize this happened, but. P5 for Lance Stroll. How did you not know that was happening? Like, I, t- I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was watching this kind of going, why are we all talking? They were talking about the driver of the day, and they're like, they're talking about Piastri, Leclerc. Um, who else did they stick on the driver of the day? Piastri, Leclerc. Perez and Verstappen. And Perez, Perez and Verstappen, was it? Those four? Yeah. And Hamilton. And Hamilton. Leclerc. Yeah. And yet... They didn't stick the guy who started nineteenth and finished fifth. <laughs> yeah, like, unbelievable. In an Aston Martin, like, I mean, do me a favor, like, you know. Why wasn't there more made of this? I feel that I, I just didn't notice Stroll throughout the race. I don't know why. Um. Well, I suppose he's because he's usually shit, like, you know, and <laughs> you know, it's kind of you know, when, when someone hasn't been at your house parties in a while, you don't really notice when they do finally turn up to one, like, yeah. I, I, I want to say that Sky Sports were scrolling down, they're like, yeah, Ocon fourth and Science is sixth. Wait, <laughs> is there someone in between them? Lance, <laughs> Where, that's, t- that's who's in fifth place. Oh, stroll, <laughs> the glitch in the GPS data, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting, but yeah, fair play to Stroll. He's um, 
he 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 bored me into not noticing where he was in the race and uh, did a great job. I think he bored everyone in the track maybe and just snuck by them perhaps. But you good, know, I just think he when he even when uh, a couple of seasons back we were talking about him like and he was like I just think he's got like he has potential to be a great driver, but I just I don't know. There's something. I don't know whether it's kind of. I know he has that air air of kind of like uh, it, it's daddy's team, like you know, and that's why I know there's that. Oh, go on, yeah. I think that's us projecting that onto him. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a thing, is it? <laughs> I don't. Well, I, I don't want to think we're that unfair. The, the we are that unfair. I think, I think it's us. <laughs> I mean, you uh, push the guy in the garage, and nothing happens. Yeah, dick move. And yeah, the driver yeah. would probably get a. a Someone to just talk with him and say, "Look, go apologize or mm. get a fine or something." But he just, uh, "This is my daddy's shop. I do what I want." Yeah, <laughs> my daddy's sweet shop. <laughs> I didn't want a pony, daddy, for Christmas. I wanted a car. <laughs> yeah, I I can go behind the counter and take whatever sweets I want. Um, <laughs> walks into the shop. Um, anyway, going into the garage, like I'll take whatever tires I want. My daddy owns this team. I don't want hard tires. I want soft tires. <laughs> and make my suit blue. Um, right. Let's uh, two two final things. Um, there was the Norris spin, which seemed to come out of nowhere. I think it came out of nowhere for Norris as well. What happened there? He just oh, that was fucking. He went. Do you know notice when he was talking to like he was shit all weekend anyway. But mm. when he was talking to uh, Martin Blund- Blundell, I nearly called him Martin Brundle on the uh, on the grid, he, he was uh, he just asked him, "Oh, how'd you feel?" Blah blah. Certain part, but and he just I, I can't remember the exact words he said, but he basically was just saying terrible. Like you know, he says mm. like it feels terrible, the car feels terrible, the tires feel terrible, the track feels terrible. He was just like everything was just like negative. Yeah. So when he crashed out, I was kind of like, that just sounds to me a guy that just had no confidence in the car, the tires, the grip, the track, the fucking nothing. Like he just wasn't at the races, no pun intended. Like, so I think when he crashed out, I was kind of like, yeah, I'd say he just like, there was a bit of lapse in concentration, lapse of like, confidence. Um, they're saying that there was a bump in the track and that's what caused it um, at the, the point where he lost, um, he lost grip. And then spun out, hit the wall, and and spun off. But I was like, it didn't seem to affect anybody else, like you know. And they all took that racing line. So um, yeah. I don't know. He's there, he's there, I think was it him saying or someone saying that they need to resolve that for the next, uh, for next year's race. Um, because he says it's dangerous. But I was kind of like, well, if after doing fifty laps with twenty cars, well, yeah. nineteen cars. <laughs> yeah. Um. I did. I did notice a, a bit of a, a bump in the. In the in the track, suddenly the cars were all hopping up a little bit, just halfway down one of the straights. I think it was there, um. But yeah, as you say, no one else seemed to have an issue with it. So no, I think once you once they know it's there, they compensate their driving for yeah. it. Like it's like anything on the track. Like I mean, you know, it's like there was a chicane there, and I fucking you know plowed into the fucking tire barrier, and you're like, yeah, you knew you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't go through the chicane and say with the bump in the track like maybe just ease off a little bit yeah well, um, maybe no, maybe lando should send uh stroll a text and say look could you get daddy to sort that out there just uh <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> my buddy Lance. comes out with the shovel um, Perez will be out on track trying to fucking dig that Cedro, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my last uh my last point of the day uh the williams kettle was boiling and qualifying and then it very dramatically fell off the cooker during the race, didn't it? They fell way back. 
yeah, uh, it was very disappointing to see Williams always so fast in the practice. They did a very good qualification, finishing in the third row, both of them. I'm surprised Sargent being there. Yeah. But then the race itself, it was uh, it was very disappointing. I think the main issue, and uh, Albon was talking about that in the post-interview, was that the, the amount of uh, virtual car and safety car kind of broke their flow and the tires, and they were not never able to pick the speed uh, enough to just get to the same level as in the qualification. Because otherwise, I was expecting the the, Michael, the the Williams just flying on that strip, but uh, that didn't happen. Better luck next year, I imagine, because yeah. they definitely have the right car for that track. Yeah, I guess anyone could be good though over over one lap, as you say, Dave. Uh, any thoughts on Williams? Um, yeah, I had them both in my fancy team, and they gave me no fucking points. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I uh, I thought I was expecting more from them. I mean it was a track that was fairly suitable for them in terms of, you know, they they, they love the uh, high speed circuits. Um so yeah, I expected them certainly to stay inside the top ten, hence why I added them into my fancy team. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, just dropped back, tires just went off, they just didn't have it. Um but it does that, I mean, I don't think I lose too much confidence in Williams. So I think this season has been a, a great season of growth for that team, given the kind of what they've gone through, the change of ownerships, the probably low budgets, all that type of stuff. So to see how well they're actually, you know, they're no longer the 19 and 20 on the grid. You know, that 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 was always their position, like where they would always be like, now they're kind of actually kind of challenging up further up the grid. Like, so... Um, yeah, I've, I've good hopes for them, and it was a good race today. Like, okay, the tires went, and they ended up dropping back, but I think they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're they're they've made good progress this season. Um, right, Dave, do you want to go our driver of the day picks? Okay, my driver of the day, I'm gonna have to give it to Lance Stroll. I think mm. I'm just gonna have to fucking, uh, yeah, just pull the band aid off there. <sighs> Um, Lawrence gave me a phone call and said his son <laughs> <laughs> he'll sponsor the podcast um, right <laughs> yeah. uh, on that note then if he does come and uh, pon- uh, sponsor the podcast I'll go for, for a stroll as well I think yeah he probably deserves it him, him or rock on but I'll go stroll just for to keep the rock peace on really yeah I think he had a fantastic race yeah, I go with stroll from P19 to P5 uh, do you know if but... I wasn't going with stroll I would have gone with Perez I think yeah I, that that well, lapse in Paris concentration. Was only, I was P eleven to P three. Yeah, but the, yeah, in but the Red he Bull. was he was battling the, the the top three for podiums. Like so, I, I, that's why I would have given it maybe to to Perez. But I'm not, so I'm not going to try and defend that decision. <laughs> <laughs> right. So are we going uh, Lance Stroll. All three of us, Lance Stroll. Yep. Okay. Yeah, good. Jeez, that's that's the only time that's ever going to happen. So yeah, write that yeah. one down. That was well done. All right, so loser of the day. There's so many we could choose from here. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I'll probably have to go. I'll probably have to go with Carlos Sainz. Really, like I mean, as as I I know I fucking said that the penalty was fair under the letter of the law, but it was still fucking in the circumstances of how it happened. It was harsh. Saw him starting back in twelfth or wherever it was. 
Um, yeah, it, it was harsh. And so, yeah, I'd say he's the loser of the day because I think if he had started alongside Leclerc, I think we might have had a different race. I think they could have worked well as a team and we might have seen two Ferraris on the podium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, same as Sainz. I mean, he started, as you say, he started back in 12th, ended up in 6th. If he'd started in 2nd, it's very, very likely that they could have defended that that front possibly against Max. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to go with Sainz. It was horrible for him. I go, for me, it'll be Williams as a, as a team. Hmm. They had a very good qualification, but the race was completely disappointing. No yeah. points at all. Yeah. What what was that due to just the fact that they had good uh, good one lap pace that they put in good qualifying and then race pace was just absolutely horrible. Yeah, from the practice to qualification they were there in the top 10. Hmm. But then the race it was just disappointing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. All right, let's uh let, let's we, we've got uh if we're going to stick with our our usual 1 hour podcast we better fucking plow through this fucking prediction yeah, game. Let's, do it, let's, let's do start it. fucking messing around. Pull your <laughs> pants up lads and let's get fucking going. <laughs> All right. Predictions fucking where the fuck is the oh Jesus the excel sheet's gone nothing nuts on me. Okay. Um okay. Sorry, just realized what I have there. Wow, that was an absolute shit show for me this week. Okay, right. So I had Verstappen P1, okay. Uh, I had Norris P2, did not happen, and Hamilton P3 also did not happen. Um, okay, let me give you mine. I was uh, Verstappen P1, which happened. Uh, Perez P2, which nearly happened. Leclerc, you bollocks. And uh, Norris P3 did not happen. Nope. I right. was Verstappen first. Norris second and Alonso. And we so all had pretty fucking. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> my flop is an absolute fucking. <laughs> I feel scandalous taking the point yeah. for it, but Sonoda uh, outside. Hold on a second. Can you take the point for it? Because he he DNF'd. No. DNF'd. He DNF'd. Yeah. yeah. Get I yourself. Forgot. Get out of that garden. Fuck me. <laughs> all right zero all right close uh yeah mine was worse i went for stroll outside the top 10 and that did not happen holy moly well, and, and uh, uh, like dave i went snowed outside top 10 oh look at us fucking i know bunch <laughs> of puddings on the wall fucking yeah. everybody all right i'm not even yeah. gonna go through us all individually we all had as our surprise piastri top 10 and of course he finished 10th so <laughs> we have all got one point and we all share the point this week do you know what that means it makes things very interesting going into the last week <laughs> yeah because i mean now very right, interesting. On a second, i'll call out the table so in first we have me on 12 points and uh tied in last place <laughs> <it's YouTube laughs> on 11 points so, yeah. yeah, if you one of you guys win, well, there can be a draw. There can be, I don't know, what what, what happens if there's a tie break? We don't have any <laughs> protocol in place for this. Um, I don't know, biggest Mickey. We'll just take it out and and measure. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to give me the win now? or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what we do. Flip a coin. Alphabetical <laughs> order, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to, 
changing my name. I know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's an interesting right, so, one, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Okay, so now, right, Abu Dhabi. I'm going to have to fucking... There's no Hail Marys here. I have yeah. to go for fucking... So <laughs> we're going Max Verstappen, P1, Abu Dhabi. Um, I'm going to have to go with Leclerc in there somewhere. But... Yeah, it's a, it's a matter of what order. I know. I'm trying to think, is he going to finish... Got the page. See, this is, could be a track now. That hot circuit. This is the time now they start fucking burning up the tires. You could go with fucking Leclerc in your top three, and he ends up finishing fucking seventh or eighth. Like you know. Yeah. Uh. Oh God. Have you boys prepared predictions, or are you doing it on the fly? Yeah. No. No. I've got them done. No. Yeah. Ready. I thought we were doing this whole thing about <laughs> we were just going to do it on the fly on the spot. <laughs> so I'm the only one here making it up as we go. <laughs> and that's all how you right. have 12 points <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I'm going to say that's not why I've got 12 points <laughs> Um. alright Uh. I'm going to go with <clears throat> sweet Jesus. I'm going to go Norris oh no no I'm not, I'm not Dave what are you doing oh, oh go on do it this hurts take a chance <laughs> I'm going to go Please go I'm going to go Norris third and Ooh. I know I haven't done my second yet uh, and I am gonna go with fuck me. Oh, can 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 you come back to me? <laughs> it, okay, it's either going to be Leclerc or Perez, right? But you can't copy our homework, so um, <clears throat> so I uh, yeah, no one's given anything away there when I said that. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, everything is to play for here, buddy. Oh fuck me! I'm gonna go with. Can't choose. It's so painful. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Did I know Paris is gonna let me down? But I'm going Paris P2. Right. I'm gonna regret okay. that. So here, here is mine. I'm gonna go Verstappen P1. I'm gonna go Leclerc P2 and Perez P3. Same as today. The I I think like I I feel that's the that that's the riskier one with Leclerc P two because I know I just but I've got to circuit. take a chance I got to take a chance now going big air nice. yeah I go with Max Verstappen first Fernando Alonso second and <laughs> Perez third place oh, he, someone's counting on having the biggie, biggest Mickey in the room isn't it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, Alonso second and who third Perez interesting Perez. where's that coming from. Yeah, that's I've it. also got unlucky in Vegas. Mm. Jesus Christ. When's All the right, last time well, my... Alonso's been on the podium? Uh, what, two two races ago, maybe? Um, uh, last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. Right. Uh, All right my flop anyway, sorry, go on, is yeah, go on. going to be... Um... <clears throat> oh, which one of you fuckers is it going to be? I'm going <laughs> to go with... Stroll. Oh my top god. <laughs> did you remember the exact same, did you? Well, not now. You um, my second choice. I can give you my second choice if you want. No, you're all right. I'm gonna go uh Akon DNF. That, that oh with a DNF. I was going yeah. Akon outside top ten. No, I'm gonna go Akon DNF. Yowza. I'm gonna take a chance. Now's not the time uh, to be be a hero, Scotty. <laughs> all right, is either who you got? I'm gonna... 
my flop will be Ocon outside top ten. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> that was what I was going to go with. I hope he fucking plows into Perez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it plows into Alonso. Or Alonso sorry, yeah. <laughs> right, Dave, um, all right, my surprise will be now the fact that Norris was a DNF. We can't well, I have him in P three anyway, so yeah. um, can't use him. We can't use a DNF, so I will go with. Don't do it! Don't you dare! <laughs> Do uh, like there's Don't. two options here. <clears throat> there's two go with options. the classic. Don't. Uh, go with the classic. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can go with the classic. I'm gonna have to uh, go with the same one that fucking I think Scotty's got, and that's Gasly. Ah! Top ten. <sighs> God damn it! I was happy not to go first in all these. Right? You guys are the ones. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me going first. So I am going to go. Oof. I'm gonna to have to keep up with you, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Gasly top ten as well. I don't want to lose points. Zero. Big air. Albon top ten. Yeah. I know every time we fucking put Albon in our top ten, <laughs> he doesn't do well. Yeah. Sure. Look, he's the he's the new Schumacher. He's this season's Schumacher top ten. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, look, that's uh, we're at, we're just over the hour mark, so let's fucking uh, let's not fucking hang around here with our pants down, and let's just fucking wrap it up. So <laughs> we will be back next week for the Abu Dhabi Grand Finale. Um, undecided yet? I don't know. Are we doing? Are we getting together and doing this in a uh, in a comfortable setting with a duvet? Um, yeah, let's all snuggle for the last one. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll all we'll all fucking get together and fucking uh, get some ham sandwiches, and uh, we will see you for the review. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs>